This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, LS Pod fans. It's JR here. Burt's Babes, Hoddle's Heroes, even Decanio's Dozens. We've had some iconic lineups in our history at Swindon, just like the legendary menu at McDonald's. Parkin' or Austin, sweet curry or barbecue? Why not get a McNugget share box to enjoy the debates with your mates? And thanks to book delivery, every drop-off can be a home win. Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points too. No one wants to drop points at home, and with tasty rewards to earn, you won't be missing out. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It's when the time. Hello, Ryan. Good morning, Rich, and we are back once again for another Monday, an early, an early Monday morning press conference. I enjoyed them when they were ten a.m. For that brief stint, but back to half eight. Back to half eight. And how did you find the weekend? Did you thoroughly enjoy it from the press box? It was it was a good game. It was a very enjoyable um match. I mean, the actual quality on the pitch was awful. Um I thought mm. it was very, very poor. But just the fact of the atmosphere, um having uh John Sheridan back always made it entertaining between the fans and uh, him and also the players on the on the Swindon bench and him and yeah it was just a it was just a good day and you sense that something was going to happen. I called it at the start of the game that there'd be a red card. Of course there was, and then it just went all hope looked lost. Up popped Dion Conroy. Yes, he did, and it was jubilant scenes for Swindon. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I imagine a neutral, like a real no skin in the game neutral watching that in the county ground might have been bored out of their mind (laughs) i don't know but because of the edge that we had due to all the stuff that we discussed in the pod last night uh it just it just had that little little sprinkling of tension which was much needed but yeah really really happy with the three points but we move to sutton on tuesday night of course the presser with sean hodgett's the bbc radio Swindon, Johnny Leafield of the Advertiser, and your fine self of Total. Spoke to Ben Garner today, and the first question was on late winners. Because why not? Why not? Well, I think the stat is actually that Swindon Town in their past two 
um, kind of victories. I've had I've had the latest winners over the I think it's the last month or so of EFL fixtures in League Two. Um, so that's kind of where it came from. And Ben Garner touched on it on Saturday following the victory over Oldham, talking about how he gave a comparison against kind of Manchester United in the years under Alex Ferguson, whereby they'd keep going till the last minute. And so many times you'd see them get a late winner. The same with Swindon Town at the very moment, it seems. And he said the group's kind of managed to get this trait into them to not give up. And and it's something that Ben Garner was really keen on instilling in the side. Um, he felt that Swindon deserved the three points on Saturday. Um, I mean, yes, probably just about. Um, but Swindon kept going till the final whistle. And interestingly, Dion Conroy wasn't actually meant to be in the box for that uh, <laughs> last free kick of the game. But he looked over at the touchline, given the situation that we were in. He asked a question. They gave him a nod and there he was at the back post. Yeah, it really was the last set piece of the game. If that goes off for a goal kick... I don't even think a corner would have been taken um, had had it not gone, the ball gone in the back of the net. So wonderful stuff and well worth the risk. I would have liked to have, <laughs> I would have liked to have seen Jojo go up. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> go up and risk a point. <laughs> oh, could you even imagine? But no, brilliant, wonderful. But we move to Sutton United. And well, if you're a Sutton fan of many, many years, not like a, well, I supported supported Chelsea for years, but I also follow Sutton. I'm talking about a real proper Sutton fan. What a time it is to follow them. They got promoted into the Football League for the first time last year. And now they're looking at the EFL and going, what's the big, what's all the fuss about? Because they're having a great season. They got to the final of the EFL trophy last week and they currently sit seventh. And that might be a bit misleading because they were third before the weekend fixtures but a 1-0 loss at Walsall resulted in a drop down the 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 ladder as the Americans like to call it but just a great season that Matt Gray has got out of his team because again as I've said many times there's no superstars really in that in that squad but he's got them going to the point where promotion could really happen I don't think they will go up but they are there and it's on merit it is, isn't it? Very much so. They've had this wonderful season, um, a great home form for them. Um, well, they've got 16 wins this season, so actually the same amount of wins as Swindon, just the fact that they've had one extra loss than we have. Um, it's a, Sorry, same... No, wait. They played one game less, sorry, than we have. Um, mm-hmm. But obviously, of course, you know, we're just above them at the moment, just one point above them. Again, it's a close game, isn't it? We've had a couple of these recently, whereby we're playing teams in and around us, but... Sutton are there. They, they've come up, like you said. They've enjoyed this really good kind of season that's massively exceeded their own expectations. And Ben Garner feels it the same way. They've had a phenomenal season. You spoke about the fact that they're going to Wembley now in Papa John's Cup. Of course, the cup that no one wanted to play in um, until you probably get to Wembley at the very, <laughs> the very last stage. Um, they epitomise direct football as defeats of Ben Garner's um, Well, this is what Ben Garner feels when looking at Sutton and the way that they like to play. But they're very good at doing it. They work well with set pieces. They have this clear style of direct play whereby everyone knows their jobs. It's not kind of, we're going to try to play any other way. They play a certain type of way that you'd expect and and Swindon are expecting that again tomorrow. Um, Swindon will respect them, but tomorrow night, Ben Garner's aim is to open up a little bit of a gap between them and the teams below them. Yes, please. That would be nice. The next question was about the playoff mix and 
I think it's a bit misleading. Actually, if you if you look at the standings, mm. it's so congested. You know, we shouldn't be talking about the playoff pack for the foreseeable. We should be talking about getting into the automatics. Really, yes, it's something that we probably look at the table position without looking at the points, and you think, ah, oh, yeah, playoffs will do us. But in reality, we're only well one point behind the automatic spots, <laughs> so we're not we're not that far off. Um, Ben Garner, we'll, we'll, you'll hear some of his audio later on in this, and he kind of touched on that in a little bit more detail. Um, but he said it's going to be a really interesting run. And, of course, Bristol Rovers won at the weekend as well. Um, so they're still well in the mix, unfortunately. Um, but he's not looking too far ahead. We always get this narrative from Ben Garner, don't we, that it's one game at a time, and that's the way it's going to continue to be for at least a foreseeable future. Let's talk about Swindon Town, because... You know, as always, um, <laughs> as it's been in the last few weeks or months, one person returns and another person is looking like they're not going to be available for the game against Sutton. Very much so. It's, it's been our kind of trait recently. And of course, you've heard the quotes and seen what Ben Garner was saying after the game against Oldham in terms of that he felt they were so aggressive, overly aggressive, actually, to the point that he was worried for players' welfare. Off the back of that, Harry McCurdy is back, which is great news. Of course, he served his two-game ban, but very doubtful due to with one player due to a tackle that was put in on him on Saturday, and that player won't train today. There was no kind of um, revelation about who that player was. If you look back to Saturday, I'm probably going to harbour my bets on it being Jaden Mitchell-Lawson. Um, so it's going to be a late call on the fitness of someone there. But Mandela Egbo, um, of course, enjoyed his debut in Swindon Town Colours. He had a big part to play, didn't he, in getting that free kick right at the end. And Ben Garner was very, very pleased with his performance and the composure that he showed. Yeah, he looked very good in that cameo, didn't he? Regarding the mystery injured player, interesting that you think it's JML. I was wondering whether it might be Jake O'Brien because he was victim of a very late challenge, which actually happened after the whistle. And we didn't discuss this on the pod, but I'm very surprised that was just, I I think it was just a yellow, wasn't it? Considering how late it was after the game had stopped. Um, And it was reckless too. So, I mean, JML had probably his best game for Swindon, but if I'm I'm asking to sacrifice one of of those players, I would say JML over O'Brien, which sounds awful, but, but... We'll just have to see, won't we? We'll just have to see who's named in the team lineup. It could be the the player that is a doubt is fit, um, and we'll start on the bench. Who knows? Mm, yeah, on Sutton's injuries, they had a few over the weekend. Actually, um, their goalkeeper Dean Buzanis he pulled up during the warm up, and they also had two players go off in the first half at Walsall. So you know they're not with. I cannot believe their their backup goalkeeper is Stuart Nelson who seems to have been around for absolutely ages. He started the season, or he played during the season, with Dorking Wanderers in the National League South. Um, I thought his his race was run, so to speak. He's been playing against Swindon for years. I always, in my mind, think we always lose against Stuart Nelson's team. I've just looked it up. Out of the 16 games he's played, Swindon have won only three of those. So um, I really hope that's not a jinx. But at 40 and, you know, without much match practice in 2022. I hope that that, that works well because Buzanis got a bit of a cult following during the uh, the win at Sutton from some Swindon fans. I say some Swindon fans, the podcast contributors. <laughs> just the podcast contributors. Don't say just like that. It's fine. It's all good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, to be honest, I don't know too much about 
Sutton. I've not looked into too much of their results this season. Um, there was always that kind of, they got to Wembley, didn't they? And they had a little bit of a of a lull after that against Warsaw. Interesting, Ben Garner raised the point that kind of teams seem to be losing to Warsaw apart from Swindon. Um, and that's very true. They've kind of enjoyed a little bit of a, of a well, of a upturn in form since their managerial sacking. Um, but yes, yeah, Sutton are going to come tomorrow night. Swindon will have to be at the best is the, is the analysis of Ben Garner. If we have lost Jake O'Brien to injury, then of course that's going to be a bit of an issue, isn't it? Given the fact how direct they play. Um, but the good news that the players will be happy with is after Saturday against Crawley, they're going to be given a rest and it will give Swindon Town, a little, Swindon Town a little bit more time for recovery, more time on the training ground because bar that one weekend over Easter, Swindon will be Saturday to Saturday from there on in. Yay! Gunner was asked about fullbacks. He was asked about fullbacks. It was an interesting little discussion whereby we saw it the weekend, didn't we? The AK started in probably a position we've rarely seen, which was at left back. Uh, a switch from the tactics against Bradford, whereby he started at right back and Rob Hunt was at left back. But it was just a bit of a of a tribute from Ben Garner on the fact of how versatile both those players are. He felt that Saturday it worked better that other way round. Um, and whereby we're short of injuries at the moment, it's a real benefit for Swindon to have versatile players such as Akin Odomeo and, and Rob Hunt. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I'm, I'm quite nervous for this game. I, I just really now we got that last gasp emotionally driven winner against Oldham. I really want to just kick on now and um and start well what a time this would be for a for an unbeaten spell. So I'm I'm really, really hoping we do that. Garner was asked about international call ups, wasn't he? I mean, this is something that, you know, I forget about. Maybe it's because I'm a lower league football fan and it's not something that we're normally impacted by. But this is a point now where, you know, at the start of the season, I'm like, oh, isn't this nice? Jojo gets to go to Ghana. Johnny goes to Wales and and some of the guys go into the uh, into the youths. And we had Anthony Grant go into Jamaica. This is amazing. What a, what a great thing this is for Swindon Town. But now I'm like, do you really need to go to this, Johnny Williams? Is it really necessary? Um, we, oh, dear. Um what, what, what was discussed here? Well, you're asking, do they really need to go? Of course, if they get called up, then then the answer will be yes. As it stands, we can't reveal any names of who, but Ben Garner has been contacted by international coaches to, to say that they will be calling some of Swindon Town's players up. Um, we have to wait for complete confirmation or the final notifications to come through this week before then Swindon make a judgment call on the Forest Green game. Of course, it was Forest Green Rovers away, wasn't it? Whereby we... We went there with kind of, I think, five players away on international duty. We didn't call that game off. You feel that it might be a different set of circumstances this time. Ben Garner's already had a chat with Rob Edwards at Forest Green about the fact that if Swindon has three or more players called up, then they'll probably look to postpone the game. But it's just going to be that Swindon have to wait to just get the final nod this week. Of course, Garner's got a new managerial change. Uh, Jojo Wallacott is probably still likely to be very much a part of their plans. Johnny Williams is really cemented his place as a as a player in the Welsh national team, but he doesn't always start, but he seems to be there for kind of a lot of the the morale and, and the way he fits into that team as well. So yeah, Swindon Town on the international call up, it's sorry to say I'm expecting it to be at least three players that leave us. Yeah, well if it's called off, it's called off. I just I'm away for a couple of weeks in April. I really hope that Forest Green game isn't during that. It's during Easter, so that's already a busy schedule. So fingers crossed for me and you know i'm talking selfishly here because i want to see that game um it happens 
upon my return. And it's not that big a deal if we, I mean, at the start of the season, we were keen to crack on, weren't we? But now the stakes are much more high. I know the Forest Green game is a bit different because it was on Sky and that that prevented us from calling it off, didn't it? Uh, But it didn't matter because we won. But yeah, call it off and we'll have a Saturday off and we'll we'll deal with Forest Green at what will probably be an insane time if it's rearranged. Well, that's, that's it, isn't it? There's not much time left in the season. So whenever they arrange it, it's, it's going to have to be at a very, very important time in the season, <laughs> given the fact that we're already at the business end. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things whereby we've never really had to worry about international call-ups until this season, have we? No, not 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 to postpone. We've always had, well, we haven't always had, but we had that time in fourteen fifteen when Luongo, Smith and Cassim were going out um, on on international duty, and then the Cassim and Luongo went away for the uh, Asia Cup, but not to this level. But if it's rearranged, it's rearranged. But my goodness. What a fixture that will be um, as a midweeker if we have to do that. Garner was also asked about momentum. I've just mentioned my desire for Swindon to kick on. Garner, I surely agree. Very much so. Um, Swindon have got this momentum at the moment, especially after yesterday. Felt the the Swindon players are in a really good place. Uh, But back to business. They're actually back in training yesterday, recovery. And... You know, amidst all the doom and gloom following some defeats, of course, the X to one most frequently pops to mind. If we win tomorrow, Rich, that's six wins from eight, which is yeah. incredible form, really. So, you know, you'd think after that Exeter game that we had the worst manager in the league and and we were staring relegation in the face. Win tomorrow, it's six from eight. And a little stat for, for you, five wins is all that is needed, really, when you look at the stats over the past three seasons of playoff playoffs for Swindon Town to definitely be in them oh really well I'm not 100% convinced that'll be enough for this one but hey I'll take that if you look at the last three seasons of playoff football obviously because we had that one season whereby there wasn't any playoffs Mm. 73 71 75 points so you know I'm not obviously we're a bit below that at the moment but if you kind of work it out in terms of like projections and everything like that, you're looking at about five wins needed from the final 10. Okay. The form that we're on is good. If we just turn those red losses into either wins, obviously, or just the uh, the yellow of a draw, um, if we're using the Wikipedia colour <laughs> color coordination, then um, then we'll be fine. Absolutely fine. But let's, let's see, because next what we've got Sutton, then Crawley away, and then that maybe Forest Green fixture before Rochdale at the start of April. So, yeah, let's see how it goes. We shall move on to a kind of <laughs> nothing to do with with the game on Tuesday. Connor was asked about the uh, County Ground Purchase meeting. Yes, the County Ground Purchase meeting is happening in two days' time. So this Wednesday. And, and, and how far ago does it seem now? I remember attending a press conference at the County Ground with Lee Power and... Um, um, a couple of councils. Yes, that's it. Sorry, Seaman, and um, the council leader as well, um, which the name of him lose me for some reason, which I'm not too worried about. Um, but if we're looking at it, that seems days ago, years ago, and lifetimes ago, concerned of when we were, we were speaking about having this massive redevelopment and we were owning the county ground, and now it's actually finally here. £2.3 million joint venture with the support groups. I'm sure everyone's kind of read through and through now. Um, and Final meeting will be this Wednesday. For Ben Garner, what it means is that 
obviously he's focusing what's happening on the pitch, but collectively as a team off the pitch, they're really kind of looking to make Swindon Town this this club for the future and this club that will continue to grow and grow. He's seen the plans uh, that Clem Morfuni has. He thinks they're absolutely fantastic. Um, and he's really, he's, you really sense that Ben Garner's invested in Swindon Town and, and he feels that we're just going to go from strength to strength, both on and off the pitch. Lovely. Good to hear. McCurdy gets his mention. Um, Garner on McCurdy enjoying his main man role at Swindon. Well, the question was put to Ben Garner about, you know, does does Harry McCurdy enjoy kind of having this limelight, having the kind of headline grabbing moments in the season for Swindon Town? And and he said that he think he, without a shadow of a doubt, Harry McCurdy enjoys that. You just have to look at his social media probably to see that, don't you? Um, mm-hmm. Any player that has the talent and ability of Harry, uh, they want to kind of be that main man. They want to challenge themselves to have that key role in the team. It's really important to have that mentality, Ben Garner feels. It's not, there's a borderline between arrogance and kind of self-confidence, but that self-confidence, self-belief is incredibly important for Barry McCurdy to be the player that he has been this season. Um, it'll give Swindon a huge lift. And, and Rich, a bit of news, we spoke about it last week. I felt he had had that injection in his ankle because Swindon were looking at giving him a rest to have that. It's actually gone the other way. They've given him the rest. They've given him the rehab and they're hoping that that is enough to, to heal that ankle injury if in the future he needs that injection then they will do that but it's ah, so so they didn't they didn't do the injection he's just he's just had the time off and they've they've just yeah the, the worry is though is that should kind of you know there's 10 games left um that's excluding the playoffs so we get to the playoffs you're then going to have even probably more intense games even games that actually mean a lot more you know they're, ho- they're basically, they've worked out that they think this will hold him in there, but you could almost be in a situation whereby you get playoffs and Harry McCurdy might then need an injection right at the last moment. Yeah, but Harry McCurdy will want to go to the Champions League final, so he won't be yeah, but looking Chelsea won't for Swindon. Be in, Chelsea won't be in that. Well, hang on, hang on. Um, they might, they might do. Yeah, they and therefore, he won't want to be in the playoffs, so we'll be motivated to score lots more goals to get us up automatically. Don't ruin my bit, Brian. Chelsea won't be in the in Champions League, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you now. Okay, thank you. Um, I have no idea because I cannot foresee the future, although I do try. I just don't like Chelsea. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> hey, on that, on that note, shall we, shall we listen to your questions? Let's go for it. Jack Payne started Saturday, got a good stint under his belt. Do you feel he's now back to full fitness, ready to complete 90 minutes again? Yeah, I think we we still got to have a little bit of, of caution with that, um, just for the, the amount of time that, that Jack was out, the same with any player. Um, we've still got a lot of games to go this season. I think we need to be um, sensible with that, certainly not put him at risk. Um, but fitness-wise, he, he looks strong. Probably could have done another 10 minutes or so on, on Saturday, but... Um, I didn't want to take that risk. Um, you know, he'd done great up until that point, and that final five, ten-minute period is probably the um, the red zone, if you like, in terms of injury um, occurrence could happen. So um, brilliant to have him back. Great lift for the group, and uh, and will be a key player for us now in the running. Uh, and we spoke last week um, prior to Oldham. He said about Ben Gladwin having a scan, possibly same with Louis Barry situation. Are they looking more positive? Are they had those scans yet? Yeah, uh, Ben Gladwin's scan is tomorrow, okay. um, so we'll know, we'll know more tomorrow on that. Louis Barry and Joe Tomlinson both progressing really, really well, both ahead of schedule. Um, so hopefully we'll have good news on them in the in the next in the next couple of weeks in terms of availability. Uh, and finally, um, 
just speaking about the end of the season, obviously with the games to go, I've, I've worked out you roughly need five wins to cement your place in the playoffs. Really, that's that's would you say that's an achievable target? That's you know, given your form recently. Yeah, I, I think I, I look at it quite. So we, we've got the potential to win every game. Um, you know, if you take every game on its own in isolation, we've got the ability to beat anyone in this league. So. Um, we've just got to take that game by game. Our only focus at the moment is can we beat Sun United Tuesday night? Uh, you know, if we can do that, that puts us in a much better place for the next game, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, but certainly achievable. Um, uh, and I think automatic is still very, very realistic for us in terms of the reason I've just said. We have got the ability to win every game we play between now and the end of the season. We have to perform at our best levels. Um, we have to have that focus and, and drive, and we have to have that respect for every team that we play. But if we perform, we we have the the potential to to win each and every game. Brilliant, thank you, Ben. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you, guys. Thank Cheers. You, Thank you. Yeah, so Jack Payne. Jack Payne got lots of good reviews, and it was good to see him zipping about the midfield on Saturday. I think. It wasn't vintage Jack Payne. Few of his attempts to get the ball forward were, you know, incomplete passes, and it was quite frustrating across the ninety. Not, not just in relation to Jack Payne about like we were looking to score that perfect goal, as as we always say, um, and it just wasn't happening. And then it took a good old fashioned set piece to to do the job. Jack Payne's fitness is going to be something that we're going to have an eye on throughout the rest of the season. But he looks good, doesn't he? He. He looks good, as you heard Bengana saying there. Yeah, on Saturday, he wasn't at his kind of very best. I don't think any Swindon Town attackers really were. He had those couple of speculative shots from, from range where he looked to kind of test the keeper because we weren't really getting it together in the final third. Um, as you heard Bengana say, you know, that they feel he's strong enough now, but a little bit of caution there to get him through the full 90 minutes. So I'd be very surprised if he, if he lasts the full 90 against Sutton tomorrow. Um and Swindon just seemed to be taking that little bit of extra care with him, maybe as opposed to some other players, given how important Ben Garner feels he is. Yeah, and it feels like you you took my criticisms on board with your questions this time because you also asked about Gladwin, Barry and Tomlinson. Well, I wanted a little bit more in depth. Ben Garner told me last week on the Friday that, of course, Ben Gladwin's having a scan. That scan is tomorrow, as you heard. Um, great news though, isn't it? Louis Barry and Joe Tomlinson are both progressing really well in the head of schedule. We thought Joe Tomlinson might be out until the end of the season. Louis yeah. Barry, well, there was, there was you know reports that he wasn't going to be back that quickly, but they're both ahead of schedule. Both really, really doing well. So it's actually looking like a couple of weeks they could be back playing for Swindon. Well, Jack Payne was ahead of schedule and it took two months. Yeah, but Jack Payne, all I would say of Jack Payne is his history record of injuries is kind of a lot worse than either sure. of those other players. So, so, you know, especially Louis Barry, um, very young player. Younger players seem to recover a lot quicker. Those whippersnappers, eh? Hey, there we go. I used to be one of them. Oh, behave yourself. Well, it was also congratulations to Joe Tomlinson. Um, I've not seen anything on the official channels, but he got EFL Young Player of the Month for February, didn't he? Yeah, we saw him before the game. None of us could work out what award he was actually being given. Um, But you've just told me, so that's great news. Well done. Thank you very much. Um, your final question was uh, five wins prediction for playoffs, which we've all, we've already covered, really. But it's all about automatics until I'm told otherwise. Very much the, the view of Ben Garner, all about the automatics. There's a lot of teams that can still get the automatics. I'd of say that the playoffs are more probably the likely outcome. Uh, but Ben Garner seems to be sticking by his guns that we can beat anyone in this league. On our day, we can beat everyone, which gives the question of, well, why haven't we? 
Um, <laughs> only football was that easy. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of the follow-up to that. Um, Swindon are full of confidence at the moment. A win tomorrow, you really would feel, would send them on their way to definitely looking like securing those playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And, and if not, we'll look back at games like Barrow, if they plummet out of the Football League straight away and we'll wonder what on earth happened there. But that's the glory of it all. Okay, then. So not really much more to talk about before ending this episode, but we've got to predict a lineup because we always do. We don't have to. We choose to. But there's definitely one person out. It could be JML. It could be it could be O'Brien. It could be someone else. I'm just trying to think of other it's hard when you think the amount of tackles that Oldham put in and when you think that Cooper was wiped out for the season by a tackle that nobody noticed. Uh, it could be anyone, couldn't it? But how do you think we're lining up? Pretty much as with one out and whoever that is, somebody comes in. It could be Egbo, I imagine. It could be. I would, I'm probably going to say, if I'm sticking to my gun saying it's, it's probably Mitchell Lawson that's out. Um, watch him start tomorrow now. But if I'm sticking to that kind of narrative i'd expect not many changes mitchell lawson out johnny williams in yeah and do you think there's any chance and i know i keep asking this ryan but do you think there's any chance that we might sign egbo given everything <laughs> well of course he signed didn't he we, we were expecting it to be this week um we got no news of kind of egbo signing a deal um on the friday we knew that obviously bengal said they were trying to work on it but there was a lot of kind of things with international clearance and of course the very next day he signed that contract, didn't he? Uh, and he it's almost as if they it. might have done it days before answering that question. But Well, the annoying thing was is we got told to move on in the press conference when we tried to ask questions about Egbo. There you go. So, there you, you know, go. who knows what, what was happening there. Um, I'd be surprised if he starts tomorrow simply because I thought Akinodomeo had a very good game at left back and I thought Rob Hunt played well at right back. So, you know, he's typically a right back or a right, right wing back. He, he's not usually deployed to winger. I think that was kind of just a, a last minute tactic by Bengana. So I'm going to stick with the same lineup, but Mitchell Lawson out, Johnny Williams in. Yep. Okay. And a prediction. I'm going to go for 2 0 Swindon. I'm going to go slightly different. I'm going to go for a 2 2 draw. Ooh. Okay. Given the respect to Sutton, don't mind that. I, it depends on their injuries because. The injuries that they suffered over the weekend were quite big ones, really, given given their squad. So uh, Buzanis, as I mentioned there before, and the other two that went off injured in the first half was Harry Buterman and Donovan Wilson, who are two key players for them. So if they're out, then, well, you know, we'll have to see how it goes. But yeah, um, fingers crossed Swindon can keep that momentum going. Hey, Ryan, thank you very much. Thank you very much, everyone. The Low Strangers is an independent podcast and views given do not reflect those of Swindon Town Football Club. The intro music of the presser is by the amazing Drag Me Down, influenced by the great Matthew Kilford. And the podcast artwork is by Matt in Singapore. What a guy. Thanks for listening. Come on, Swindon. Hi, Ellis Pod fans, it's JR here. If Swindon players were McDonald's items, who would they be? We've had lots of Big Macs, like the legendary Alan McLaughlin, Harry McCurdy, 
or even Steve McMahon. Perhaps you'd prefer to channel the power of McPlant like Darren Ward, or maybe five chicken selects, one to enjoy for each time Ben Gladwin joined. Yep, there's one spare, but there's still time. And you don't need super scouts or data solutions to get your hands on any of these. McDelivery through the McDonald's app brings them all to you. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 